Namaste, Dr. Raven Elizabeth. It's been a while since I've done a podcast, so I wanted to check in and see how everybody's doing. I've been really busy with running my practice. It's been so crazy, but crazy awesome. Lots and lots of new pregnancy patients, and because of that, lots of new babies being born into the practice. It's been an amazing journey where I was able to be witness and hold space in this sacred safe container with not one but two patients the same week that were in labor and since then I've had a lot more referrals for um, pregnant patients it's been really beautiful and I'm so grateful so I've been very busy with that on call essentially with so many people so many women about to give birth July is a big month for that And then also with my PhD program. So what I wanted to share today on this podcast was from a presentation. And you can go, where did I put it? I'll put it on my, um, because it's too long to put on Instagram. So I will put it on my Raven Elizabeth Facebook page. So go to that and I'll I'll post the video. Um, And it was about surrender. So for expressive arts therapy class, we had this body mapping project we had to do. And in the second residency of the quarter, we were traced by a partner on giant sheets of paper. And I chose to be traced in child's pose with my arms out in front of me. And that's my preference for child's poses, to have knees wide, arms stretched out in front, to really open each vertebrae and each disc. And... um get that that nice movement because I always like to crawl my fingertips over to the right and to the left and have axial extension the lengthening through the spine so I was traced in that but the other thing I like about that is that's my space to be in a sacred pause when I'm in yoga practice and asanas I can always go back to child's pose in that sacred pause and feel connected to mother earth and supported by her and really embodied in that place in that space of feeling content and contained while also free so i love that concept of containment within freedom and um freedom within containment and contentment um so that's part of it but it was also about surrendering so often i hear in my communities just go with the flow and it makes me so frustrated Because the way it's portrayed often in these spiritual and more new age communities is just like, it's ungrounded, it's up in the air, it just, whatever happens, happens, and that's great, but I also like to acknowledge we do have free will, and we have that ability in each moment, in each breath, to make decisions and to make, have choice, and so it's like what Viktor Frankl talks about in the book Man's Search for Meaning. You know, there's always that gap. There's that action potential. There's potential to make a decision, to make a choice. And we always have that. So I do like to acknowledge that. And so within the flow, just knowing that, like, there's options, there's choices, there's decisions. And it can be from this very connected, grounded perspective and also, but just connected to the divine, to spirit, through our crown. So I always want to have that all flowing as much as possible. And I'm so far from perfect, but I want to surrender to that in all aspects of it. 
not just in a way that's a spiritual bypass of just love and light, the Eastern shield and the medicine wheel. I want to go through the whole wheel. I want to experience the South, the child, the inner child. I want to experience the West, the shadow, the unconscious. And when we talk about shadow, shadow doesn't mean dark and bad and evil. Shadow is simply what we are hiding maybe in the, in, in the unconscious. And it's maybe good things about ourselves, maybe bad things. It's stuff we don't want to see. So it's in the unconscious and it often appears in dreams and meditation and active imagination it can come out through art through movement so many ways that psyche can draw forward from the unconscious to show us some things about ourselves that we maybe did not want to face nor see but it does not mean it's bad and then lastly in the north that connect to the intellect and to the ancestors and so there's different um, medicine wheels and different traditions but that's kind of the general scheme of it Um, So I want to go through it and I want to surrender to each part and you can't jump over the middle. It's called the children's fire. You cannot jump over the middle. You got to go around and around and getting stuck in any one of them is not good. And you don't want one to be uh, less active and one to be hyperactive. It's just like the chakras. We want balance. (sighs) So breathing into that. That's a lot of information right there. So that surrender, surrendering to the flow and to what we already know and the deep seat of knowing our intuition. So my project, as I get back to that, I got lost in the medicine wheel there for a minute. It was traced in child's pose. And I had cut it out and put it on black um, poster board and then went to this really cool place in this nonprofit in Santa Barbara called Art from Scrap. And you can imagine there's just a bunch of random stuff. So I had like bindies on there and stars and made it really celestial and glued all sorts of things on there, beads and rings. And I was really excited and I knew it wasn't done and like written on the back on the body. It was something I had channeled and I just had this deep sense, this isn't done, this isn't complete, I'm going to set it aside. But it was such a big thing that I put it on the floor in my massage room at my office. I just had it hanging out there for like two days. So we so pause there, and I go to dinner with some friends at an Indian restaurant. I take my dog Durga, and she sits next to me the whole time, very well behaved in restaurants. She's great. And while I was there, we're all vegans and vegetarians in this group, and I wanted to order her chicken because she's a husky, and I I want her to be in her full dogness and embrace that. So I'm not going to have my dog be vegan. I let her have meat, and as long as it's organic and good. And so I considered and contemplated and asked about ordering her some chicken, and the owner of the restaurant was like, well, it's pre-meritated and spiced, so I don't know. It might be too spicy for her. So I didn't do it. I went against my intuition, completely against it. So we finished dinner and I get up and my dog gets so hyper. She's doing the husky hippity hop, I call her. She's jumping all around and just going wild. And it's it's not a normal thing for her outside of like the beach or kirtan when we're chanting to Jay Durgadambe. So definitely on a character and I like run with her two blocks because I'm like maybe she needs to go to the bathroom I don't know and she's just going crazy and I let her in the house and she runs to the back room and she pees all over my art project specifically the part that was my face and I had glued this purple and white doily behind the head so it looked like the crown chakra she pees all over it and I have to throw it away 
unfortunately had taken a picture the day before. So I email my professor with the pictures, a picture of my dog, a picture of the art. And I say, look, I, you know, I don't know what to say. Like my dog didn't eat my homework. She peed all over it. What would Carl Jung say about this? And so I'm like, can I, can I just bring a photograph of it? So the professor agreed and I was going to bring a photo and it turned into this really cool art project. And you can see this on my Instagram at Dr. Raven Elizabeth on Instagram. You'll see a picture of this canvas um, from two weeks ago. And so it made it three dimensional once again. And I ripped things off of other paintings I've done in the past. And actually the, the canvas I, I used was one from an on retreat I taught last year when I was teaching blindfolded painting. And the professor, that same professor, had been my fieldwork advisor for that. So that was really special to just use that. Um, and it's not like me to rip apart other canvases, but I'm like, I just, I want to put this together and this is what I need. I need this picture frame from this other thing and was pulling and printed three pictures. One of the project, one of Durga and me, and then one of just Durga wrapped in my Kali prayer scarf. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe that was part of it. Maybe we got her fired up too much of Kali energy, the other side of the coin there with Durga. I don't know, glued on some angel cards of strength and depth and love. And they all had a lot of significance to me. There are three angel cards I've pulled over the last like 10, 11 months, and they've been sitting on one of my altars. So I put those on there and I channeled some other little poetry and turned it into a really cool canvas. And so I'm thinking, okay, well now I get to carry this small canvas instead of a huge project to class. That's great. That's really helpful. And even though it was disappointing, that night that she got upset with me and peed on that, um, I was laughing at it, which is a big thing for me because I used to get so mad when things didn't go correctly. And I was just like, wow, like this is so mad. And what I didn't mention is that after she did that, I put her outside for a while. She started crying. So I gave her her food and she knocked over the bowl. And I was just like, whoa, like she's really mad still. What is happening? So I picked up her food piece by piece, put it back in the bowl and she stomps through it. And my friend and I are on the floor at this time laughing because we're like, what is she so mad about? And I gave her a talk on unconditional love. I put her bowl down a third time and she started eating. So I'm like, okay, we're good. The next day she still was being sassy and obstinate and kept turning her back to me. And my friends all noticed her personality was different. She was holding a grudge. And I was like, wow, wow, what is going on with this dog? So I go and I present this project and what it ended with is that one of my patients came in a newer patient and said hey I had an intuitive hit about your dog and I'm like great I'm open what is it and she said well I think her previous owners ate a lot of Indian food and they'd always feed her chicken and at that point I just lost it because I'm like oh my gosh, like, it makes sense. Like, I sat there with her for hours, contemplated getting her chicken, the universe. I felt that inside of me. My intuition was like, you should give your dog some chicken. And I didn't do it. She was so patient, so well-behaved. And then she just freaked out and she held a grudge for 24 hours and ruined things and was angry, stomping through her food because she was used to something that I didn't know because I just rescued and adopted her two months ago. But what it taught me, like, follow your intuition go with that flow of your intuition and it doesn't need to mean need to be like oh I'm just going to be like love and light all the time because your intuition may say like set this hard boundary 
step aside, move in this direction, step into your shadow for a moment. What are you not wanting to acknowledge, not wanting to see, not wanting to hear, not wanting to feel, not wanting to heal? Going around the medicine wheel. So I listened, (laughs) and now I get her chicken. But the other thing that happened is I had this poem, this slam poetry come out, and so I'll share that with you all right now. And I presented this, um, and so like I said, I'll get the video up as soon as I can on the Wisniewski chiropractor. No, I'll put it on the Raven Elizabeth Facebook page, rather. Raven Elizabeth, and then the Instagram is at Dr. Raven Elizabeth to see the canvas and the painting. So here's the poem. Creating an image, thinking I was pigeon, hold, not whole, not wholesome. Some of the time, thinking I was just blind, never you mind, it was all in my mind, racing against time. But then I realized, inside of me, I am free and complete and completely free. From above, from below, from within, that's all I needed to know. Creating a new image, no longer pigeon, hold, I am whole, I am wholesome. Some of the time, none of the time, all of the time, but what is time? I am timeless. And that came to me the day before. I was all prepared with a song I had written and recorded. And it seems that these poems, these lyrics, these words just get channeled through me from the unconscious, through psyche, to my consciousness. And they come out and I just live stream them into my voice memo and I already know them. It doesn't take time to memorize because they're already in me. They're part of me. And for so long I had this image where I was pigeonholed and then I just... I'm somebody who can't see, and that's all I'll ever be. But inside, like, I had everything I needed. I could do art. I could play music. I could do all these things and become a healing artist, not just a doctor, not just a chiropractor. And I didn't have to be one or the other. I could hold the tension of opposites, which moved me in my individuation process forward. And to have both sides of it and be okay within that... And that's how I learned to go with the flow. So I said in my presentation, you know, like, my dog was pissed off at me, so she pissed on my project. And that's how you learn to go with the flow. And so it was funny, but it's like, wow, like, that was a huge lesson. This dog is a guru where I'm just like, all right, like, that's, how can I make this? How can I reframe it? And I literally reframed this project and glued a picture frame on it. So it was a huge thing for me in my growth, spiritually, emotionally, in so many dimensions, here in the 3D and the 5D, everywhere. And that was that surrender. So that initial tracing of my body in child's pose, just in white paper on a black background of showing the light and the shadow, turned into this huge story, this huge project, and this huge lesson of, all right, follow the third eye, the intuition, the deep seat of knowing, Whether it takes you into the light or in the shadow, you'll still go around the wheel. Just keep moving forward. And just because those things come up doesn't mean you have to hold on to them forever. And they don't define you or refine you or make you or break you. They just are. So let them flow through you and around you. And you can then move through the medicine wheel and fully heal. Namaste.